from MIT Technology Review, I'm Laurel Ruma, and this is Business Lab, the show that helps business leaders make sense of new technologies coming out of the lab and into the marketplace. Our topic today is technological innovation. Patents play a key role in technology development and innovation for many companies, especially ones that focus on collaboration, efficiency, and ingenuity. And with investments in research and development increasing, they could also be a key competitive differentiator. Two words for you, patent pending. Joining me is Naga Chandrasakran, Senior Vice President of Technology Development at Micron Technology. Naga himself has a number of patents on various technologies. This podcast is sponsored by Micron Technology. Welcome, Naga. Thank you, Laurel. So last fall, Micron said it would invest more than $150 billion on research and development to build memory semiconductor chip factories. How will the company's focus on innovation help it reach this goal? For the listeners' uh, benefit, I want to do a quick uh, introduction on Micron. Micron is a leader in semiconductor memory technology development and manufacturing. And we provide a wide range of memory and storage solutions that all the listeners uh, might experience, whether it's in a compute solution or mobile applications, graphics, automotive and edge solutions. Our mission is to transform how the world uses information to enrich life for all. Semiconductor memory is everywhere and all the listeners uh, either directly or indirectly are getting touched by this innovative technology every day. From the time we wake up to making coffee or looking at our phones, when we drive our car to work or where we want to go, and to complex applications like uh, healthcare, bioinformation, and security details. In order to deliver to this wide range of applications and to meet the mission of transforming how we use information, semiconductor memory technology is playing a very important role. And Micron, as a leader in the space, we consider it as our responsibility and a priority to make the right investments to continue to drive innovation and enhancements in this technology. So the $150 billion in research and development that we announced recently, it's in line with this belief that we have that the requirements for semiconductor-based innovation will grow, not only in volume, which is uh, more capacity for innovations, but also in the breadth, in the type of applications that we have to enable in new solutions that we can provide to make life better for everyone. And the advancements in solutions for better capabilities and insights that we can gain from data. So Micron's investment in the research and development is to make sure we are continuing to further the semiconductor memory technology, but with it, we want to make sure the world is now able to take the data that it is generating and gain more insights from it in real time. And for that, we are continuing to make sure that from process technology all the way to systems, software, and the whole end solution is provided so that customers can see better value from the data that they are generating. How does Micron use research and development 
to differentiate itself from competitors? The semiconductor industry is a tough one. Over the last four or five decades since the invention of the transistors, the industry has been on a constant treadmill of continuing to develop uh, new solutions that are better for performance, lower power, more density, and lower cost. It is an amazing industry if you go back and look at the history of how year over year we have been able to provide faster solutions, more storage, but continuing to push uh, to a lower cost. And all of this requires uh, us to keep pushing the boundaries of physics. Uh, we are we are moving from millimeters to micrometers to nanometers. And now what we are doing is in the atomic scale. We are actually dealing with atoms and electrons. And in some cases, there are so few electrons in the solutions we provide that we jokingly say we know the electrons by their first name. So as we keep pushing the boundaries so much, it depends on our industry continuing to drive the innovation treadmill. And that goes unnoticed a lot of times. And in order to keep this innovation going, we have to invest into our research and development, not only for today and the next three years, but 10 years down the road and 15 years down the road where we need to be. From the industry-wise, definitely there's a lot of competition and every semiconductor memory manufacturer wants to be in leadership when it comes to technology or manufacturing. But I want to see it as uh, how we differentiate eventually depends on our customer's success. So Micron works very close with our customers to make sure we understand their requirements, what end markets they are driving, and what are the end users' needs uh, whether it's a cell phone manufacturer who might want to continue to drive lower power and better performance so that our end users can take advantage of the new 5G revolution that's happening. It's in the automotive industry where reliability is a big requirement, and we try to make sure our solutions can deliver better quality. In graphics, whether it's gaming industry, where the gamers are looking for faster performance, how can we deliver these fast performance and higher bandwidth? So we constantly drive ourselves to say, how can we be leaders in technology? That's foundation for Micron. We want to make sure we are technology leaders. And that's where innovation comes in to make sure we can enable revolutionary experience for our users. It's not just technology for the sake of building something. We have to take it to manufacturing and eventually deliver it at the right cost point for our customers. So leadership in manufacturing also requires a lot of innovation to meet supply efficiency and cost targets. And like I said earlier, the technology solutions today are vertically integrated from silicon to systems. There's a lot of trade-offs that happens, uh, whether it's in the hardware, software, and the services uh, that we provide. We have to make sure there's innovation and we are enabling a complete ecosystem. So the R&D dollars and the R&D effort that we are taking is applying our brilliant R&D staff across all these vectors, silicon technology to hardware, software, and continuing to make sure we are differentiating ourselves by the solutions we provide so that we can meet our end customer requirements. 
Well, thank you for giving that background on how vast the semiconductor business really is. So really, it's from your cell phone to your car to almost unimaginable applications um, at this point. So when we take that, especially being at the atomic level of, of where you are now, that is a far journey from 44 years ago when the company was first founded. So in that 44 years, Micron has had issued almost 50,000 patents on various technologies. What has the role of these patents played in building this kind of legacy? It's a, it's a great question. And backing up on your previous comment, the breadth of how semiconductor solutions, and in, in particular, the memory solutions, touch all of us, we forget about it uh, and take it for granted. And it's these atomic scale solutions that are even in our refrigerators and coffee machines and alarm clocks today, uh, waking us up. And I, I hope our listeners take a minute to actually appreciate the type of technology innovation that's uh, that we are surrounded by today. So, so back to the question on the patents. In my opinion, patent is just one aspect of innovation. It's a representation of the innovative culture that a company has. The patents that Micron has developed over the last 44 years, as you ha- clearly highlighted, plays a foundational role in our technologies that we are delivering. Our patent portfolio is very broad. It's in the process technology area, whether it's in developing new material solutions or new process solutions. It's in the manufacturing area, uh, how do we run more efficient factories and make them continue to deliver better output and meet the supply chain requirements. We are touching almost every material in the periodic table and starting to look at how we can continue to deliver new solutions using advanced materials. And we have several innovations in the area of uh, material science. So this is where our journey started and the areas that I highlighted continues to be focused for us that's around the silicon development from circuit design to materials to new process. But as Micron has uh, grown over these uh, 44 years and started to provide more vertically integrated solution, we have started generating our IP in the areas of system solutions, software, and firmware. And now we are starting to generate uh, intellectual property to enable faster solution time for delivering our technologies in the area of data science, machine learning, In fact, we are partnering to generate new innovations in healthcare and bioinformatics and how we are able to store and move data in the cloud. So the patent portfolio that we have is in a very broad set of areas, but eventually underpinning them to the memory technology and the storage technologies that we are developing and delivering to our customers. Circling back to my first point, I don't uh, want to just say patent is the only way to uh, showcase our innovation because many times there are ideas that we do not patent. And uh, innovation is a daily occurrence, every minute occurrence, and there's uh, innovation that's happening all around Micron in every area from finance to human resources to legal. And these innovations, whether they are in the business process 
are in hardcore technology, all of them underpin Micron's solutions that we deliver to our customers. And patent is a way for us to show the world and our customers that Micron's a strong technology company. We have a breadth of solutions. And by delivering these patents, 50,000 plus, what we are driving both internally and externally is the visibility to how innovation is foundation to Micron and the whole memory industry success. And that is certainly so important, but you too have played such a major role in that type of success, right? So can you tell us a little bit more about the patents you have worked on and filed? <laughs> yeah, and, and my patent portfolio is minuscule compared to the 50,000 patents that uh, <laughs> Micron has, but I do take pride just as uh, any other uh, innovator in the patents that uh, I have contributed to Micron. In fact, uh, we have a wall in uh, Micron technology development uh, in Boise here, and we call it uh, Wall of Fame. And the wall is studded with patents uh, that uh, have been issued for Micron. And the first time I, I took my kids to the factory and showed them around, I was actually standing there trying to figure out where my patents were so that I can show them my name and the patents that were issued against my name. So every, <laughs> and it was a moment of pride for me. Uh, and every Micron employee is proud of the patents that they have contributed towards. So I joined Micron in 2001 and joined as a process development engineer. And over the last 20 years that I've worked for Micron, I've had the privilege and the opportunity to have over 40 patents uh, issued in my name. And uh, they have been in the area of, uh, again, process technology, material science, uh, underpinning towards memory solutions. And I've uh, had some patents in solar, and more recently, I'm starting to get uh, engaged in uh, machine learning and data science and uh, writing some disclosures even today in those areas because innovation never stops. And like I said, you can innovate no matter which position you're in. But that's my past. And uh, today, as, uh, as a senior vice president for the technology development, I shoulder the responsibility to make sure we are continuing to drive an innovative culture. The day we stop innovating, not just in memory, but as a, as a human race, the day we stop innovating, we stop progressing. And that's, uh, that's not where we want to be. We want to continue to drive innovation. So my role today is to see how I can drive uh, innovative culture and continue to enable innovation inside the walls of Micron so that we can uh, continue to be technology leaders and, and develop solutions. Well, 40 patents is quite impressive from where I sit. So uh, congratulations on that feat. And I loved the thought of you and your, your kids and <laughs> the hallway. And <laughs> what a nice way to make a physical kind of um, celebration of something that is so kind of difficult to understand otherwise. So I, I think that Hall of Fame is actually quite quite nice to show off. Yeah. And, and I've seen everyone uh, who has their name up there is very excited. And when we bring our new hires into Micron, uh, the next generation of hires into Micron, we show them our wall of fame. And 
and many of them want to get their name up there. So it's also a motivation to start writing disclosures and getting patents issued. Well, speaking of that, how do you then build these kind of successful teams that can create and, and, and file so many patents and build these technologies with an eye on innovation? Because really, without the teamwork, you're not getting to those 50,000 patents. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very good question because it's our teams that are driving the innovation. And like I said, again, our goal is to say innovate every day. And patent is an end result, but it is not the only way to showcase your innovation. If you get a patent out of an innovation, that's great. But there are so many reasons why certain innovations might get patented and uh, some might uh, remain a trade secret and not get patented. So we don't measure our innovation purely by the patents, but eventually by how our innovative culture is flourishing and how many innovations we are generating that eventually end up in our products and help our customers. So we have to develop this innovative culture within the company. And for a technology company, it's relatively easy, but extremely important to remind people constantly that innovation is the only way that we stay as leaders. And innovation is the only way that we are going to continue to make progress. And uh, we, we call it our DNA and keep reminding our people that it's what we do and how we innovate is what's going to make a change around us in the world we live in. And also for the people around us, innovation is going to be important. So how we drive it, a big part of innovation is risk-taking. And one of the things that can stifle innovation is the fear of uh, failure. So we constantly remind our team that you have to take risks and you have to be willing to explore into areas that have never been explored before. In fact, we are in the frontiers of, uh, of science with the uh, with challenging physics every day and challenging different technologies to see how we can keep pushing ourselves. So we are taking risks on a regular basis. But the key is to make sure we can fail fast and not see those failures as, as a mistake, but actually learn from them. That's why failing fast is important, uh, but not be afraid of failing. And we constantly tell our uh, teams to take risks and continue to bring it out and, and celebrate sometimes that we have failed, but failed fast and learned from it. And we are, as a result, coming up with new innovations. The, the other piece that we do with our developing the innovative culture is to make sure the innovations that we are coming up with are not just innovation for the sake of innovation, but they become a core part of our end process and product so that our Team members can see that what they have innovated is not just a patent that's a plaque sitting on a wall or in a wall of fame, but it's actually made into a product. And that product is now released in the industry. And there are users, including their family members, who are using it. And they can proudly, uh, proudly uh, point out that, uh, hey, I contributed to this innovation or the company that I work for contributed to this innovation that we all now have smartphones. And, uh, and we are able to change how we lead our life where we don't need maps to go around and we can have maps on our phones that tells us how to reach from point A to point B 
well, memory technology enabled it also. So that pride we continue to showcase with our team members. And in order to help them feel the pride and feel rewarded, we have several programs where we recognize the wall of fame is one, but we actually innovated in how we recognize our innovators every year, uh, giving them giving them cubes that have embedded in them elements from the periodic table that are used in our semiconductor manufacturing process. So here's a great example of how we innovated in how we reward. And in fact, it's such a cool cube uh, that you can display on your desk that recently I wrote a disclosure just to get one of those cubes. <laughs> and, and, and there's going to be uh, several of these every year. We'll circle through the periodic table. And as a result, it's forcing me to write at least one disclosure every year. So it's, a, it's not just a monetary reward, but the pride of showcasing these cubes on our desk that others can see and recognize us as innovators. So Micron has implemented a great uh, reward program in how we recognize and celebrate our innovators. All of these are pieces that are contributing to our innovative culture and how we are building this teams to have the innovative mindset as part of their DNA. Um, what a clever idea, um, because some of those elements of the periodic table are quite rare, right? And uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of competition never hurt. But you know, to put that in perspective, in 2021, nearly 1,500 employees contributed to 2,600 patent grants. So that's a lot of grants being issued in one year. And granted, that was a record. With that kind of success, how, how do you see that evolving kind of the culture at Micron versus, you know, the fail forward fast? People think of that as a Silicon Valley mantra. But here you are in Boise, Idaho, um, in the middle of the United States. And, and this is sort of a different perspective that the company has taken on, realizing to stay competitive, it also has to sort of innovate and change the culture itself. And to be fair, Micron's a very global company. We started in Boise, Idaho, 44 years back. Uh, but today, as a global company, Micron has teams in several states, in, uh, in California, in Virginia. And we also have teams in Japan, Italy, India, and I don't want Taiwan, Singapore, uh, and 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 many other places where we have our design centers in Germany and uh, different locations. So it's a global mindset. What started local back in uh, 78, 1978, today it has flourished and grown to a global company, not just within our employee base, but also with our customer base that we are working with is global. So we had to make the transformation from being local to global. And that has helped us to drive our innovation as well. That global mindset uh, thought process has helped us quite a bit. So today we don't, uh, even though Boise is seen not as the Silicon Valley, the global nature of Micron has actually helped us uh, drive this innovative culture across the company and in Boise. And I actually say that, uh, you know, in Idaho, there are two chips that are famous. One is the Pareto chips and the other one is the semiconductor <laughs> chip. And Micron, the world's leading semiconductor memory manufacturer, is in Boise, Idaho. And we have the coolest uh, R&D factory here. And, and we have... Uh, we have gotten very diverse set of employees and a melting pot of uh, uh, cultures here in Boise now. 
within the micron walls you will see really a global uh, global mindset and a global uh, dispersion of people from different parts of the world uh, here so I don't think it has been challenging at all for us to have this innovative culture built inside Micron because of that global mindset that we have developed here. The number of women listed as inventors on those patent applications was four times greater in 2021 than 2017. What steps is Micron taking to further increase diversity and how does diversity contribute to that success. You talked a bit about the global diversity itself, but you know, you still have to really work that into the culture everywhere. Yeah. It's a it's a very good question and a very very important one given given some of the things happening around us. I strongly believe and and Micron as a company strongly believes that diversity and innovation go hand in glove. We cannot have innovation or sustained innovation if we do not have diversity. No matter what we say, we are all limited in our thought process, in how we approach problems, in how we approach solutions. And even with a growth mindset, we have limitations because we are who we are based on the experiences and the exposures that we have gained. So diversity brings in not just uh, from a gender diversity or ethnic diversity, but if we look at diversity from a broader scale, it's diversity of thought process. And the diversity of thought process starts bringing in the diverse nature of the problems that we have to deal with. In the end, it also brings diverse solution possibility. And we strongly believe that's required for sustained innovation to happen. That's the diversity piece. So I'll address the specific question that you were asking about the women as inventors. I think we, it's very important for us to make sure in our workforce, we have equal representation. And with that equal representation, we have the right inclusive culture that's going to enable everyone to be inventors and everyone to be recognized as inventors across the company. So Micron has had uh, several uh, women inventors, but we made a conscious effort to continue to make sure we can give more opportunities that is more inclusive of our workforce and make sure we can have more women enlisted as uh, inventors, who in turn can be examples for for other women that we are hiring and coming on to Micron so that they can see them as examples and continue to follow the path. So one of the things that we uh, came up with recently was a program within our employee resource group. We have a Micron Women Leadership Network resource group. And as part of it, uh, we started a program called Women Inventors or Women Innovators. And we walked with them about the importance of innovation, but more importantly, trying to help educate them as to how a disclosure is written and what ideas qualify as disclosures and not worry about uh, in the end whether they become patents or not but continue to continue to display your innovation ideas and write them into disclosures and a good thing here was we actually had a diverse uh, group of uh, sponsors and teachers who were in this group 
uh, educating all the women about uh, the possibilities of uh, of disclosures that we can write. And the program was very well received. Uh, and we had several uh, disclosures that the uh, team wrote, and many of them uh, were awarded uh, for the patent uh, reward in the end. But what uh, what really excited me was in the subsequent years where we had new cohorts, but the cohorts from the first year, majority of them had repeat innovations that they submitted. Now they had started uh, understanding about the disclosures and they started uh, getting recognized and it became now a habit of writing up your innovation, writing the disclosures and getting it to be uh, recognized as patents. So the repeat inventors was something that really uh, gave us uh, commitment to this program and we are continuing to drive it uh, uh, forward. So for me, it's being able to highlight and recognize the growing contributions of the team members, giving them the opportunity, uh, bringing it to light and showcasing it that uh, there is no limit here. Everyone can be inventors and, uh, and continuing to reward them and celebrate them has paved the way for more women to become inventors as well. So that's that's one that uh, we are very proud of in how we are continuing to drive this uh, this diversity. And if I may continue on this a little bit uh, to, to also talk about uh, another aspect of this diversity is collaboration. There is, uh, there is at least uh, for some people, there is a misconception that uh, collaboration and innovation are two different things. Uh, inventors are always individuals. Then how can you collaborate? I, I actually think collaboration enhances innovation. It goes hand in hand with this diversity. When you have a diverse team sitting together and talking about problems and brainstorming of, about ideas, they can come up with new solutions that a single mind was never able to come up with. So collaboration and diversity together are really driving forward innovation. And collaboration, innovation, both are key core values for Micron, and we are very proud of how we celebrate them We've talked quite a bit about culture in our conversation, but with that culture of innovation and collaboration also comes performance, right? So it's performance of technologies, performance of the teams, performance of the company. So what performance barriers need to be overcome to bring better products to market? I'm assuming here, Laurel, that you're talking to the product performance barriers that we have to deliver to the market. Performance is always the critical consideration. I call there are there are different levels of performance and the performance has to meet certain level as an entry point uh, that's a requirement so from the solutions that we deliver we constantly talk about speed and speed we refer to it as performance with respect to how fast our memory is able to operate uh, what is the latency for example if we have a phone and you have 5G connection, you're connected to the network, you want to be able to download things faster, store more of this information, and be able to pay less for that phone. So that's the specs. And every phone that we buy, we have gotten into the habit of buying a phone every year. Um, and these phones now have to be faster, more storage, but not cost more, have better battery life, 
and be able to have more applications downloaded and operating in parallel. So when we look at our performance consideration, there are a few things across the spectrum of products that we define. One is the performance slash speed. Second is power, which we have to always reduce. The third is the latency uh, in reducing it all the time, improving the overall efficiency of our hardware and software in how it's able to run, like I said, more applications in parallel. And eventually, it still have, has to be at a cost point so that it can, it can have deeper penetration across the world with all our customers. The first time we start a project, we call it Technology Node, year over year. And it's a hard project for us to bring a new solution to market every year. We are typically working on the solution five years earlier. We started the project five years earlier. And for a memory that's going to come out next year, it was started, uh, started four years before. And when we are starting at that point, we are defining these specs. And uh, the first reaction is always, wow, I don't know how to do it because nobody else has done it. And we'll have to first break that mindset barrier that it cannot be done. Because the day we say it cannot be done, we have stopped progressing and innovating. So while it sounds daunting, because there is no solution like that exists today, we have to look at our past and say, hey, we have come as a semiconductor industry for the last 50, 60 years, progressing year over year. And when the first transistors were invented, they probably never thought today's world. Um, you know, it, it, so I, I actually, the big challenge is to get over that mindset barrier first and start changing the question from, start changing it from a statement of it cannot be done to how can it be done? And once the question changes to how can it be done, now idea starts coming out and you're now starting to make uh, down selection to which ideas have better chances of uh, success or how do you fail fast and then start putting it together into a plan and start working towards it. And in this five years, we'll have hundreds of failure, but we'll have those golden nuggets of success that eventually deliver us to better product performance. So while there are performance barriers that we'll have to overcome through technology solutions with new materials, new architecture, new design, new equipment, uh, new software solutions, the first step is to overcome the human mindset barrier. Once we do it, the rest start uh, happening. So we've really talked about a number of things throughout our conversation today. And that culture is so important in collaboration and innovation. So how do you keep building that culture that really enables future technological innovations? Yeah, it's a very good question, Laurel, and a challenging one because uh, I, I've read somewhere that you know culture eats strategy for uh, <laughs> breakfast, something along those lines. And, uh, and it is really that culture that's going to drive not just companies, but societies, and whether it's a culture around uh, technological breakthrough or culture around uh, diversity or the culture around sustainability, all of these uh, require us to invest in 
in in the next generation of inventors and and human beings who are going to continue to drive this culture so one of the things that keeps me up at night outside of the technology challenges is like i said i i have been in the industry now for 21 years and i'm looking at uh, new hires who are coming on board with lots of dreams today and the challenge that keeps me up at night is to say how are we going to build the right culture that uh, that this team is going to now learn but also start developing their own culture for innovation going forward and how are they going to sustain micron and the industry for the next 20 years 25 years and pass it on and and it is a big challenge so the main thing that we start doing here is to is to start building building our storyline around how micron has been successful in the industry over the last 45 years 44 years and it is through innovation it is through coming up with uh, technological breakthroughs it is by being first uh, to market with new ideas and start weaving in the story of how these innovations are not just about a business top line or bottom line it is also about how we are making changes in people's lives and these innovations matter beyond a memory chip that gets hidden into a end device and just going to perform faster or better but how is it transforming lives and and we are proud to showcase those stories how a memory solution is now helping to beat cancer faster how memory solution is enabling doctors to diagnose uh, diagnose diseases faster how memory solutions are helping helping us get more intelligence from the data we are generating so that it's helping make this world more greener uh, by getting to a better sustainable product solution and that resonates more with the employees that we are hiring today is the end purpose so the culture of innovation the culture of continuing to drive technological breakthroughs is enabled by helping everyone understand the bigger picture of how their innovations are going to change the world and making everything a better place beyond just delivering a memory solution that's that's at a very high level we are trying to connect how memory is making a difference in this world and how their innovations are actually helping build a better society on a tactical front i already talked about some of the programs that we are driving some of the reward programs continuing to have more inclusive innovative culture and and how we can have more innovators be recognized rewarded and celebrated all of those are helping us to build the culture and on a on a organization front trying to make sure we are setting the clear problem statement to our team members and trying to make sure they understand the priorities and and help these problem statements be the sparks for innovative thinking and help them to continue to understand that the process of innovation involves diversity the process of innovation involves collaboration and the process of innovation involves sharing and recognizing each other and eventually we are doing this to be to be better as a human being but also building better societies and have fun doing it that's the that's the key in the end is if we don't have fun innovating 
then we won't do it. So how do we make innovation a fun process? Those are the things that we are working on. I I, I said I highlighted a lot of things there, uh, but but building a culture, you can do so much, but eventually the culture has to build itself um, and and start evolving and developing developing new things within the culture for it to sustain in the long term. And that's what we are trying to do is to help teach our teams why this is important and let them continue to define the culture as we move forward with the goal of making sure we can continue to drive technology towards the future. That's excellent. Naga, thank you so much for joining us today on the Business Lab. Thank you very much, Laurel. That was Naga Chandrasakran, Senior Vice President of Technology Development at Micron Technology, who I spoke to from Cambridge, Massachusetts, the home of MIT and MIT Technology Review, overlooking the Charles River. That's it for this episode of Business Lab. I'm your host, Laurel Ruma. I'm the Director of Insights, the Custom Publishing Division of MIT Technology Review. We were founded in 1899 at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and you can find us in print, on the web, and at events each year around the world. For more information about us and the show, please check out our website at technologyreview.com. This show is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, we hope you'll take a moment to rate and review us. Business Lab is a production of MIT Technology Review. This episode was produced by Collective Next. Thanks for listening.